Hello, hello, and welcome back to Martinis and Bikinis. I am your hostess, Veronica, and my little teenies. We have a phenomenal episode today, if I do say so myself. So if you've been listening to recent episodes, you know that we are transitioning to wellness girly fall. And I thought, who better to bring on than the queen of health and wellness, who happens to be one of my best freaking friends. Say hello to my friend, Rachel Yaffe. Rachel is a holistic healer. She specializes in a system called subconscious reprogramming, and she's just an absolute badass. So I've actually worked with Rachel one-on-one. It was completely life-altering. It changed my brain chemistry. And I swear, she's just like an angel. Like, I don't know where she came from. (laughs) Like, she is just such a rare person, and I'm so grateful to know her. But Rachel was diagnosed with a rare stage four cancer years ago, and she is healing. She's healing the fuck out of her body, by the way. She's strong. She is just living her best freaking life because you would look at this girl and have absolutely no idea. And it's just wild to me. Like the stuff that she has discovered and researched, she's just done so much extensive, extensive research in the health and wellness space and has completely changed people's lives because of it. She's huge on TikTok. She's blowing up right now. Everybody wants to be her best friend because she is literally just freaking slaying. And she just literally knows so much. I swear she knows more than like most scientists and doctors. And that's why I'm so grateful to have her on the podcast because I've been begging for her to come on And I literally can't shut up about her. If you're a loyal listener, you know that I just talk about her all the time on this podcast. So this has been a long time coming. Rachel is sharing tips and secrets that she has not shared before on socials. This has to be one of my favorite episodes that I've probably recorded to date. So you guys tune in. Let us know what you think. Remember to like, rate, and subscribe to this podcast if you liked this episode. And without further ado... I would absolutely love, love, love to introduce you to my friend, Rachel Yaffe. Hello, hello, and welcome to Martinis and Bikinis, the podcast for everything under the sun. I am your hostess, Veronica Trulia, and I am here to help you navigate your 20s through all things lifestyle, beauty, and fashion. So if you're ready, let's dive into today's episode. Hi, Rach. Hey. It's so funny to sit here with you after we've been on your couch for the last two hours chit-chatting about life and all these like meaningful conversations and now we're mic'd up. (laughs) I know. I can't deny that the lighting is making me a little nervous, but it's fine. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's okay. This is a funny episode because it kind of came at the right time because last week I had a solo episode about transitioning from a summer of sexy chaoticness to a more balanced girl fall. And really embracing the inner wellness girly that I have and that you know and love. And you're kind of my wellness girly mentor, guide, leader. As I love to be. (laughs) And I have nonstop talked about you on this podcast for probably since I started it. So I feel like this is just a long time coming. And I'm so happy to have you here. Yay, I'm so happy to be here. Okay, well... Tell them what we have in front of us. Okay, so we got a green juice (laughs) to to commence Wellness Girly Fall. It is called Drink the Sun, which is very on brand for me. It is kale, celery, cucumber, fennel, (laughs) lemon, and ginger. Yes, and I feel like it's very on brand for this podcast because it's called Drink the Sun. Yes. Martinis and bikinis. We love it. So because it's Wellness Girly Fall... We have decided to completely omit the usual martini. Bottoms up. Here we go. This is the real martini here. Well, cheers. Cheers. It would be very on brand for me to spill also. I mean, I already did that earlier. I spilled all over the shirt. Wait, yum. Yeah, it's really good. Very gingery. I like ginger. Me too. A lot of people don't like it. But I feel like in a green juice... Really adds a nice flavor. Yeah. What's ginger like? What are the benefits of ginger? So many benefits of ginger. I don't even know where to begin. Is that where we want to start? No. (laughs) (laughs) We'll get to that. But I would love for you. I know so much about you. I feel like we both know each other like the back of our hand because we met at like such a like formative time and like transformative time as well in our lives. So if you wouldn't mind just sharing with the audience a little bit more about you. 
Should I talk about how we met? Yeah, let's, yeah, we can definitely talk about that. I, my wellness journey began about over six years ago now, and I was diagnosed with a very rare form of adolescent cancer, and I didn't tell anybody about it for about two years, and then I was, like, holding all of this, because I didn't want to be judged by other people or, like, treated any differently, and so I held this weight on me. I tried to act normal, even though I wasn't feeling great. I was on chemo treatments and all of these other medications. And I think the craziest thing and something you probably won't mention is that, sorry, I'm butting in, but while Rachel was in college, she was literally at Tulane University and she would literally be like going throughout her treatment and literally nobody had any idea. Yeah. And you'd be at like the bar dancing your ass off, like fully sober, fully sober and just enjoying life. And I think that's just like so wild to me. Yeah. And I didn't think anything of it at the time either. Like Mm -hmm. now that I've grown because I stopped drinking the moment I was diagnosed and now that I've like gotten older and people have commented on, I don't know how cool it is that I don't drink when I'm out and have fun when I'm out, whatever. I'm now realizing how kind of unique that is. But in college, it was like everybody was going out. So why wouldn't I go out? Like, why wouldn't I do tequila sunrise and stay up till 7 a.m. during Mardi Gras? I don't know. It didn't cross my mind. Right. Well, you're living your life. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And I feel like that's like your mantra in life is just having fun Mm -hmm. and just really embracing the present. And I think you have been such a good influence for me in that regard because I used to be someone who was like so future oriented like so pressed about the future and what was in front of me but I think you've taught me to just really like embrace what's currently happening and be grateful anyway I interrupted so continue okay basically I was carrying this like heavy baggage just by myself a few of my best friends knew and I randomly had this like intuitive feeling that I needed to go on a retreat or just go like experiment with telling my story and just being totally open and honest with everything that I was going through, which I had never done before. So I found this random retreat on Instagram. My parents were like, what is this? It's like, honestly, I don't know, but I feel like I need to go. And I got accepted into the retreat. I knew no one. And I go on the retreat and Veronica and I are paired to room together. We're living in the same city. We were both in DC at the time, I think. Yeah. So we were flying together. Yeah. So we ended up meeting before the flight and we just like hit it off immediately. And she became one of my best friends. Um, But on that retreat, I, within the first 10 minutes, I went in with the intention of just telling my whole story. And so I went in and I introduced myself and I was like, I have been healing from a rare form of cancer for over two years now. And that's pretty much it. And everybody responded so respectfully, so well. I wasn't treated differently. And it was such a weight lifted off my shoulders that I came home from that retreat and I wrote a blog post and like launched it to everybody. And I felt so much better. And since then, I've been very open about my whole journey, have learned so much because of how rare it is, I really dove into the integrative and alternative healing worlds and have become super passionate about it and think it's so fun. And I love the health and wellness lifestyle. So yeah, yeah, that's my intro. It's so funny because I remember that plane ride like it was yesterday because we had both, like I had just finished college and we were the same age Mm -hmm. and we actually had like a lot of mutuals weirdly enough because I'm originally from New Orleans and you went to school down there. And I know we had like kind of exchanged like a few messages before, but it was nothing really crazy. We were just like, oh, we're rooming together, cool. Let's follow each other on Instagram. Yeah, And we sat next to each other on the Southwest flight and within five minutes, I think we both told each other like our deepest, darkest secrets. Yes, (laughs) And I think sometimes it's just energy. You know, you just like look at someone, you're like, you're vibe. It's always energy. Yeah. It's always like you hit it off. That's why I feel like in the dating world, like sometimes on the dating apps, I feel like you just got to go on the date because you cannot read. Like I'm I'm not single, but, (laughs) but like when I was on the dating apps, like you can't read somebody's energy and get someone's vibe just from 
chatting no. via an app. You just have to go on the date. They could be like such a bad texter communicator. I feel like it's so misconstrued. Mm-hmm. And that's why whenever I have friends that are like fighting with their significant others over text, I immediately say you need to see each other in person. No, It'll blow so over. You guys are probably on the same page. It's so true. So anyway, yeah. So me and Rachel met on a health and wellness retreat and we were both living in DC. So we got really close and I feel like I've seen your whole journey and just like you evolve as the person that you are today. And it's so incredible to see because I actually worked with Rachel. So it's really fun to work with your friends because she actually worked with me as well. And now she is like blowing up on TikTok. She is like everybody's best friend. People have made duets with you asking questions. And it's just so cute to see because you've really developed such a great community. And you're really sharing your knowledge and providing value, which I think is the epicenter of a good content creator. So... That was really cool to work with you on that and like just see your brand flourish. But then I also worked with you as my subconscious healer. It was probably the best thing I've ever invested in because I've done traditional therapy for years. I like had a lot of grievances in my early adulthood and teenage years. And, you know, I kind of just thought I had to go to therapy and While I think it was helpful at the time, there came a time where I just, it wasn't tangible for me anymore. I felt like I was going in, I was trauma dumping, and it almost made me feel worse than how I walked in there. And I just don't think that that's how it's supposed to be. I think it works for a lot of people, right? But totally. For me specifically, I felt drained every single time that I left. And then I almost felt like I was harping on these issues and these like deep rooted trauma responses for like the entire week until I would see my therapist again and then bring up something else, you know? So I never felt like it was actually being fixed or like healed or I was breaking this barrier. It was almost like I just kept rehashing the past. So whenever I worked with you, it was a totally different experience because you basically taught me that I can recognize those things that have happened to me in the past, but I don't need to let that define me. And I need to somehow kind of trick my brain into moving past it and not even trick it actually like to my core believe that I seek forgiveness and everything and I'm grateful for what I have in this present moment and I just need to continue living a fruitful life and a prosperous life. So Yeah. I mean, first of all, I'm so happy to hear that. Yeah. And I was so proud of you earlier today at lunch when she basically like was talking about something that I had never heard yeah. her publicly talk about. We can about. talk about it. And we had talked about that in our sessions and she just like clearly spoke about it in such a calm, not emotionally charged way. And that is kind of what that's kind of how I got into subconscious reprogramming and subconscious healing, because for me, I experienced this diagnosis. I was a super anxious person, just like honestly, my whole life before the diagnosis and therapy were and like traditional talk therapy worked some in some moments sometimes but at the end of the day I needed something that really dug deeper into the things that I honestly couldn't even put into words the things that were like just my autopilot the things that were my natural habits and that's what your subconscious is it runs 95% of your life it's your autopilot programming it's the things that you do and think about when you're not even paying attention When you're able to calm your brain and get into these slower brainwave states, you're able to access your subconscious mind and shift your core beliefs and work through these like really intense, deep experiences that have programmed your autopilot and release them, work through them, heal them and replace them with new thoughts and feelings and experiences that align with a more happy, joyful, carefree enjoyable life silly non-serious life. yeah like I think we take everything so seriously so seriously but it's funny that you mentioned what happened earlier because you didn't even know that about me and you known me for years it was something that I just never brought up because I think it was so deep rooted except that every for our t- session yeah it was weird it like came out all of a sudden but yeah. I basically had this near-death experience my freshman year of high school wait before she goes into it <laughs> what happened during the session if you're fine with me sharing. Oh, this. yeah, yeah. What happened during the session was we basically went into this deep meditative state. And I was in it for like an hour and a half and I had no idea. And by the way. Yes. And I had her basically like kind of scan her body. 
and see where she was having trouble getting light to. And remember you were having trouble getting light into the top of your head? And I had you just like ask yourself what was there and what was blocking it and if you could receive anything from that. And this experience came up and you hadn't thought about this experience in how long? Like years. Yes. Like I bring it up randomly to people that like experienced it with me, but never the way that we talked about it in depth. Right. And so then it came up and now you can go and explain. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, basically my freshman year of high school, I got like dragged by a car. I'm like laughing about it, but that's just like a part of my coping mechanism. So nobody really saw what happened. I lost consciousness and I had a contusion in my brain. So my brain was hemorrhaging and I was unconscious for a very, very, very long time. And it was really scary. I was on morphine for like days and I was the only person in the ICU. So they ended up shutting down the unit. Like after I left, I was just like the only patient left there. But waking up like next to my mom after that experience was like the most earth shattering like crazy thing and the fact that I'm even talking about this right now is crazy I'm so proud because it, <laughs> this is exactly what I was talking I like about actually in our session right now. <laughs> like this is what I mean the fact that she's able to talk about this publicly and even just like bring it up at all in general because you weren't able to before is such a sign how like much less emotionally charged it is yeah exactly it's just you know it's not really a part of me it's just something that happened it was a past version of myself we move forward. It's just something that you experience. Yeah, and it taught me a lot of life lessons. Yeah. I think the reason I enjoy being adventurous and trying new things and putting myself out there and being action-oriented is because I had that experience. And I feel like me and you really like resonate on that level, too. Like We are very action-oriented people. Yes. Whenever we have an idea, we just do it. Like A few months ago, Rachel was visiting New York, and she was saying yeah, I would love to come here for a month and just, you know, hang out. And lo and behold, she like finds an apartment. (laughs) She's like chilling in the West Village and her boyfriend's coming here on Thursday. Yeah. (laughs) Things happen quickly over here. I know. But more about you. Yes. So I absolutely love just the way you shifted your lifestyle because I think a lot of people get diagnoses and they don't really make a change in their lifestyle. And you are a very boundary-oriented, action-oriented person. So I think whenever you decide, okay, this is, you know, what I'm going to do and this is how I'm going to live my life, you, you do it. So whenever you made that shift from lacrosse at GW, that's what she was doing whenever you got your diagnosis, yeah. to having to really focus in on your health. What Was that shift like just completely 180? How did that work? Well, so let me preface by saying that is not how I have always been yeah. at all whatsoever. So if you don't resonate with being a very action-oriented person, you can 1,000% change. Like, I was not like that at all. So for me, this was not a super quick shift. This was a slow shift. And I think that's kind of like how it works. I think that also takes a lot of the pressure off. It's it's little by little, it's moment by moment, it's one thing at a time. It's letting things be an experiment. It's trying new things and like letting yourself not fail, but not do everything perfectly. It doesn't need to be done perfectly. So for me, because my diagnosis was so rare and there was no known conventional treatment option that was known to be effective at the time. And all I knew at the time was conventional medicine. Mm-hmm. I was kind of forced into learning about the alternative and integrative therapies. So I started out by kind of looking into diet changes and how that can impact your health. And with time, I slowly started to change my diet, started to become a little bit more comfortable. It started to become a little bit more normal. I started to crave things less, but Don't get me wrong, for so long, I had little cheat moments. Actually, I don't even want to call it cheat moments. I had little moments where I would pound my sugar or I would pound my cookies because that was what I was addicted to. Or I would, anytime anytime I'd leave the house, I would go like fuel myself with something. I also feel like at the time, like these healthier alternatives were not accessible. No, they weren't at all. Like I was making anything and everything that I would eat. And And that's hard. Not a lot of people have the time to do something like that, you know? So I think 
the fact that the health and wellness space has taken such an initiative in the past few years is really great. Obviously, there's brands that, you know, we'll talk more about like debunking trends and things like that and yeah. ingredients and, you know, brands that are saying that they're doing healthier things whenever they're disguising ingredients and, you know, just kind of hurting you more than helping you. But I do think that there are brands that have came to the surface where it's more accessible. So I'm really, really grateful for you in that case, because I can't imagine having to literally cook every single meal all the time. That is so time consuming and also not convenient at all. No, it wasn't at all. But I mean, it was kind of my only option. Mm -hmm. And when it's your only option, you kind of just like learn how to do it. But it for sure takes a lot of time. And then after the diet changes, I started to look more into and learn more about the mindset shifts and the impact of the mind on your physical healing and your body, which the research is mind blowing. It's incredible. If you haven't read or heard of Joe Dispenza, like that's the perfect place to start, but it's so mind blowing, just like scientific. It's so mind blowing and scientific, which I think people don't really realize like the actual science behind how your mind can completely shift your body shift your genes like there's a thing called epigenetics where your environment can truly shift your gene expression and that is a very like science evidence-based thing that happens right um so we forgot to mention this but rachel is currently living in la but she's in new york yes currently (laughs) for the next few months yes How do you feel your environment has shifted since being here? Do you feel calm here? Because I know a lot of people have a hard time feeling any sort of peace here. Yeah. So it's really funny because I don't even know how to explain this, but I am definitely an extrovert. I love the energy. Like I love being surrounded by other people. I love feeling really high vibrational energy. And also I go through waves. Like sometimes certain energy feels better than others being in new york i have felt so good i went through a rough like three months where i was kind of really feeling sick consistently like one thing after the next for a while and i came to new york and i have actually felt better healthier more grounded than i have felt in a very long time and i think partially that's because you have to walk everywhere and so in la you don't have to walk everywhere because i didn't feel great I was so unmotivated. Mm-hmm. But here it's like, if I want anything, I have to walk oh, and yeah. it makes me feel better. Plus my dog is with me and I have to get up at a good time and I have to walk around and take her out and be in the sunshine. The weather is still nice, so I can't really speak on New York when it's the winter yet. Right. But it's good um, for your circadian rhythm, just getting out there, getting in the sun. Great for your circadian rhythm. It's just walking, obviously getting movement in is really great for so many things. Mm-hmm. And also, I found my little safe haven in New York that just really grounds me that I go to every single day. And I was actually going to share this on TikTok. I I was actually going to share this as one of my secrets. But the secret to being grounded is finding a place. It doesn't have to be anything special. It can be literally a corner in your house or your apartment where you go every single day for at least, let's say, 15 minutes You put your phone down. You do not have your phone and you are just present. Maybe you're like journaling. Maybe you are, I don't know, like listening to music. Maybe you're reading a book. It doesn't, maybe you're sitting in the sauna. It doesn't matter. Just be present for like 15 minutes and I promise you will walk out feeling completely different. So I read this book. I actually talked about it on the episode last week. It's called The Book of Huga which is like H-Y-G-G-E. I always see it on Pinterest as like one of those like weird words that has like the definition of what it means. Yeah, I I would say Higgy. (laughs) Higgy. (laughs) So I may even be butchering the spelling of it. But anyway, it's a Danish thing. So Copenhagen actually has the Happiness Institute. So they think it's because people in Copenhagen are really into this like term called Huga, which is just like this extra level of comfort, peace, warmth, and like keeping your circle small, spending time with family, just really being grounded. So in the book, they talk about how a lot of Danish people will have like this corner of their house or a 
part of their couch where they will lay and like read a book, but they will be looking out into a window. Like it's like very specific. So I feel like finding like even a little spot in your house just to yeah unwind is important. Yeah, I think it really doesn't matter what it is, but I think the most important thing is put your phone somewhere else. Yeah. Do whatever you want. I don't care what it is, but put your phone somewhere else. Maybe you close your eyes and just be present with where you are and let your mind wander. Oh, yeah. I've been living on D&D. Yeah. Do not disturb. (laughs) What is that for a second? It is so anxiety inducing if you just have your phone blasting all day. Yeah. And it's not that important, you know? It's not. Yeah. But it's, I mean, it's so hard because our world is surrounded by social media. And And it's dopamine, too. I mean, we both work in social media, so it's definitely difficult Mm -hmm. to not be, like, constantly checking that. but. I don't know. I've just been going to this place every single day, <laughs> which is not a corner of your room, but it's it would be amazing if it room. was. <laughs> it definitely has a sauna and I definitely wear my robe <laughs> and put aloe all over my face. And it may or may not have a cold plunge as with well. a cold plunge. But I usually spend I end up spending like a good two hours there a day. And I know not everybody has that time. That's totally fine. You do not need that amount of time. But it, I swear, I walk out onto the street of New York, like this chaotic, dirty street, and I feel so clean, refreshed, grounded, and I honestly think it's the hack to living here. I think my favorite part of today, we actually went there for lunch, and there was two girls that walked out that literally had this like amazing plant-based meal, and then they just started chain-smoking cigarettes outside, and I was like, what, what is happening? <laughs> so that was, that was a little polarizing. That was a little yeah. strange, but... You know, whenever you're in there, you're like, that's not your vibe. (laughs) No, it's not my vibe at all. (laughs) But anyway, I do want to talk more about like shifting your mindset, manifestation, also like meditation. Now that we're kind of talking about like finding your safe space. So I know you mentioned Joe Dispenza. I have yet to read any of his books, which I know is so strange because I feel like I've asked you before which ones I should read. I've heard Becoming Supernatural is great, but which one would you recommend to somebody that is like just getting immersed into that world? So Becoming Supernatural is the first one I read, but I love science and I'm very science-y. So I feel like if you're not, maybe don't start with that one. Trying to remember what the other, I think You Are the Placebo is the other one. And I think that's a really great place to start. And I'm pretty sure he offers like um, an order of meditations that you can start with that kind of like ease you into his whole process so do you do it on your own or is it like recorded he has them recorded but he also like tells you how you can do it on your own so uh, do you have to purchase the books to do the meditations i don't know i feel like i've like gone to look for them before and i couldn't really find anything so maybe you do have to yeah you might have to purchase the book but um i mean you can also like go online if you are looking for meditations you can go online look on youtube he has some on youtube there's an app called open that i love that has like short little meditations it depends what you're looking for because there are so many different types of meditations too and they're all amazing and they all have very different important great functions right so when you wake up every morning do you Mm -hmm. meditate in the morning or at night or whenever so here's the other thing about meditation Mm -hmm. it ebbs and flows for me same And sometimes I meditate every single day for an extended period of time. Sometimes I have moments and waves where I do not meditate at all. But when I am in those waves, because honestly, I'm in one right now, I feel like I'm having a lot of moments of just being present Mm -hmm. and not necessarily like sitting in meditation. But when I am having those waves, I notice how like I notice how my past meditations have and shifts in my subconscious are impacting my current reality. Yeah. And it's like you don't have to meditate every single day to see shifts and create shifts. Like the meditations that you do, no matter when it was, are impacting your subconscious programming, your autopilot forever. Right. And I feel like you notice those shifts. I don't know if you do. Absolutely. I've kind of started dialing in on times whenever I'm stressed or. I'm panicking or something's just like going wrong and I remember to breathe Mm -hmm. and I think if you really hone in on your breath work while you're getting into meditation you know what style of breath work is going to like lower your heart rate give you that zen feeling 
I love Wim Hof. So sometimes even what I'll do if I'm like feeling really panicked and stressed is I'll sit there and I'll do one round of Wim Hof. Yeah. And even if it's like not timed or anything, I just try and like remember to breathe and give my brain some oxygen and just really like reestablish my just peace of mind. But yeah, I think that's like a really good tip because I think a lot of wellness gurus and people that are really invested into the whole like industry and scene will sit down and talk on a podcast about how they do this meditation every single day and they have it perfectly outlined and their routine is straight to the T. So I appreciate you being like relatable in that sense, especially somebody that is like so well immersed in the space. Don't get me wrong. I do think that there it's necessary to have periods where you are super consistent because that's where you create change. But I honestly think one of the biggest issues with the whole wellness world and honestly just society in general is our obsession with being perfect. Oh, yeah. And one of my sayings, as you know, is let it be an experiment. And I'm obsessed with the word fun. Yeah. Just having fun, keep having fun, keeping everything light and just like not taking everything so seriously. It doesn't mm-hmm. need to be perfect because I think when we obsess over things being perfect, then we stop ourselves. Right. I love the term that you've used in the past, recovering perfectionist. Oh my gosh, I'm such a recovering perfectionist. I feel like they need to have like AA meetings for that. <laughs> but like perfectionist. so true, but I feel like everybody almost is. Yeah. In like one category or another. I feel like a good thing that you teach too is kind of breaking through your ego mm-hmm. and really just... I love how you were so visual earlier. We were having this conversation about how you visualize humans and like you can go more into depth about it. But I thought it was like so interesting because you basically said that we're all just like blobs. And I loved that because I think it also goes back to not taking yourself so seriously because we're all just literally walking blobs. We are. (laughs) Like, I don't know why we take ourselves seriously. I I love that analogy it is so funny but it also comes down to like decisions too like why do we take every single decision so seriously you can always change your mind oh yeah like if you if you go into a decision knowing that you can change your mind doesn't it take so much pressure off of it absolutely it gives you like self-permission to go try something yeah that you've never done before absolutely like yeah absolutely I kind of want to shift a little bit more into diet and, you know, nutrition, things like that, because I know we had addressed it earlier in the episode, and I feel like you have really done your research, and I feel like anytime I have a question about, like, a specific trend that's going on in the health and wellness space or, you know, maybe an ingredient, you're the first person that I contact. I remember a few weeks ago, I was asking you about celery juice Mm -hmm. because we both got into the celery juice thing at the same time I feel like whenever we you know we're doing the celery juice trend and things like that I've been doing it for five years yeah that's crazy okay so I've been doing it since after cam conscious but I went through a period where I didn't do it for a long time so I feel like I'm like just now getting back into it so I had reached out to you and I asked because I had a juicer at one point and I was juicing my own celery juice and I know that's what you did for a while yeah but sometimes it's just a lot of work and a lot of cleaning up It can be a lot of work, yeah. But I had reached out to you and I asked you about Suja's celery juice because it's so accessible at Whole Foods and I'd been getting it and I kind of started thinking to myself, is this even like high quality? Like, I need to ask Rachel. So I texted you and you gave me the the scoop. So Here's the short answer. Yeah. There's no reason why a fresh celery juice should be able to sit on a shelf for more than like four days. If that's the case, it's been processed in some way. Or like any juice, right? Any juice. I mean, yeah, any juice. But if it's saying that it's cold pressed, but it can sit on the shelf for more than four days, then that's there's something that's not being spoken about. Right, right. So I thought that was really, really interesting because that's not something I would just think about, you know, and obviously the marketing and the branding on the bottle saying that it's cold pressed, you just assume, okay, this, this is good for me. But walk audience through like the celery juice situation 
what are the benefits and why you don't think it's just like a trend because i think a lot of people for a while were like i can't get on the celery juice trend because they didn't like the taste of it yeah i for one actually really like the taste of it it grows on you yeah it grows on you for sure but it's actually really funny so i have been doing celery juice pretty much since my diagnosis i actually was doing it every single day when i was at tulane and I would go to the Whole Foods in New Orleans, which is like the prettiest Whole Foods ever. And I would come home with like six bundles of celery. And my roommates, my roommates, like, I don't know, they were in just such a different phase of their life, but they were so supportive of me. And I would come home and I was so excited about the prettiest celery. I like can vividly remember one specific time. But anyways, celery is best. Celery juice is best, completely fresh. Like if you juice it and then drink it immediately, that is the absolute best. If you can't do that, that's totally fine. But it's full of vitamins and minerals. So there's really no reason why you shouldn't have it or it wouldn't be good for you unless you have an allergy or something. I know that the medical medium is who brought this trend up and a lot of the claims aren't necessarily scientific, scientifically proven. I'll talk about some of the things that he suggests, but the reason why I'm so deep into this trend is because I have felt total body shifts for mm -hmm. myself from doing celery juice every morning consistently on an empty stomach. So a few things he says is that the cluster salts in the celery juice increase the hydrochloric acid in your stomach. Your hydrochloric acid in your stomach is what kills off bacteria, parasites, any microbes in there which is super important because when we eat food, there's like t stuff on that all the time. Mm -hmm. And so it's really important. That's the function of our body to be able to clean things off mm -hmm. so that we're not absorbing them into our body. So it helps to kill off bacteria and viruses, Epstein-Barr virus. If you're somebody who's ever had that before, other parasites and things. So it also helps to clear your skin, clear acne because your gut is often, your gut and microbes are often associated with facial imperfections and that kind of thing too. The hydrochloric acid increase also really, really supports regularity and digestion. Like I cannot tell you one thing <laughs> that <laughs> is better than celery juice in that regard. Love it. Every single morning. And it helps to really set your digestion up for the day too. Mm. So you're better, like I always feel less bloated I always feel like I'm better digesting my food throughout the day and my cravings are significantly reduced because usually I crave sugar. Like on a normal day, I crave a lot of sweets, a lot of carbs, a lot of things that I don't necessarily need to be snacking on because my blood sugar is kind of going more up and down, but celery really regulates me. And that is just stuff that I have personally felt. So I am never stopping this. Like this is just something that I must do every single morning, every single day, non-negotiable. Yeah, no, I love that. And I, I've seen the benefits for myself as well. Yeah. And I think the most physical thing that you can see that like you can actually see for yourself is the skin. And obviously such a difference. our body will tell us whenever it's not reacting with something well or, you know, maybe there's a lifestyle change that needs to happen. And I feel like whenever I started implementing that into my diet, I saw like massive results. And yeah, yeah, I, I love it. But I think the other thing is that celery juice does often, especially in the beginning, make people like go a little more often mm -hmm. or as it's cleaning you out when you're not used to it yet. There are definitely some. I don't know, like your stomach might hurt a little bit more, <laughs> right. but you get used to it. And if you stay consistent, things will start to shift and change. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. What trends do you feel like are happening right now that you just absolutely think are noise? You don't necessarily agree with them. Maybe you've done some research behind them and you just think it's a load of bullshit. <laughs> Is there anything that comes to mind? Um, okay, this stuff always makes me nervous. No, it's okay. I'm debunking things, but... This is just my my personal thoughts. Um, when it comes to skincare, makeup, products, any of that stuff, I just think the more natural, the better. I have, at this point, all I use on my skin is aloe and sea buckthorn oil. I'm open to other things, but if it has like a ton of ingredients and I don't know what the ingredients actually are, then I'd rather stay away from it because you never know. I don't know. Like things, anything that we're putting on our skin, which is our biggest organ, soaks into our body and we have to detox it out and puts 
a little bit of a burden on our liver and our other organs. So I just don't think that it's necessary. And I think that there's like so many brands, skincare, makeup, all of these things that are just coming out with like clean ingredient products that aren't super clean. I mean, even food products, you know, food products too. Oh my gosh, that are on the shelf. The amount of times I have to like turn the ingredients and I see sunflower oil or you okay, know yes. some sort Seed of oils. canola oil oh my gosh canola is sunflower is some, no it's not sunflower oil i'm thinking maybe like grapeseed oil or something like a lot of seed yeah. oils honestly they're just inflammatory um and then this is one that is i don't know i think that this is like crazily worded and shouldn't be legal but natural flavors is chemical <laughs> flavors it's literally made of chemicals and i think that's so misleading and so unfair nothing about that is natural no no it's like chemical chemicals flavored to make a natural technically flavored thing and i just think that that's crazy and so misleading because of course like any human who's not doing a ton of research is gonna think that that is good for them yeah one more trend that I would love to discuss because I am seeing this blow up like wildfire. Okay. I feel like my whole TikTok feed is all about this. The cannibalism, like animal diet. Yes. Not cannibalism, but did we just make that up? (laughs) I don't know. I feel like I actually have heard that term being used recently, but... Carnivore. Carnivore diet. Cannibalism. That's, that's like when you eat humans. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but we were referring to it People as People are now eating humans. Before, Surprise. But yeah, the carnivore diet. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> the carnivore diet. Okay. I have so many thoughts here. But meat isn't bad. I think bottom line, balance, high quality, ideally organic foods. If it's not organic, it's coming from a local farm where... You know everything that's sprayed on it, but everything that's sprayed on it, everything that if you're eating meat, everything that the animal is fed, you're just like, it's very, very high quality. But vegetables and fruit are nature's magic. Like we are supposed to be eating those. Those are what plant-based foods are what feed our gut. And that's where we get our prebiotics. We get our probiotic foods from sauerkraut. And I mean, you can get it from like kefir, which is dairy, but the plant-based foods are what feed our gut and are so essential for us as humans. And then animal protein and animal food also provide certain nutrients that are super essential and great. So the balance is really, really important. But I think at the end of the day, we are eating so much more meat than we need to. Mm-hmm. Like we don't need to be eating meat every single meal. It, I think it's just a little bit too much. I think the best diet is the one that is the most balanced. But at the end of the day, also, every single person is different. Right. And you need to listen to your body and personalize it to yourself. So if you feel like you're going to have different intolerances, you're going to have different responses to different foods than I am. So you really just need to reconnect to yourself. And that honestly, my whole healing journey has been about reconnecting to my body and understanding my body and how it communicates to me when it comes to food, when it comes to other things, when it comes to being pressured into different types of things and just like listening to myself. And does this resonate with me? Does this feel good for me? But when it comes to food, I think that's the most important thing is like really listening to yourself yeah, and keeping it whole food mostly plant-based honestly yeah in my opinion so i don't think we actually explained what your current like nutrition plan is yeah so if you want to share so my current i've kind of cycled through different different diets let's say um i've said what your body needs yeah based on what my body needs but also based on research in regards Mm -hmm. to cancer specifically there's tons of different opinions out there it's really really hard it's really hard to navigate the health and wellness world like there is constantly more information coming out and it's really difficult to navigate like what is actually evidence-based and what's not and all of that stuff so I've experimented with a bunch of things I was keto in the beginning because there was a lot of keto for cancer research that didn't sit well with my body I ended up becoming plant-based 
where I was eating some fish, no dairy, no gluten. Unfortunately, gluten in America is, is sprayed with glyphosate, which is a pesticide that has been associated with cancer. It's a carcinogen. Um, and that is a lot of the reason why a lot of people actually have intolerances in America to gluten, but not when they go to Europe and stuff. And I personally, did I say I don't eat dairy? Yeah. Okay. No dairy, no gluten, no meat, but I was eating fish. And then I went fully vegan just based on fully vegan, no processed foods or anything though. And just like whole foods based on certain practitioners kind of pushing me in that direction. But my body didn't feel super great on it. I was starting to get a little bit weaker. So I started to add in a little more fish. Recently, I've been craving a little bit of meat and more protein. And so I'm definitely going to start to experiment with a little bit more of that. So I'm kind of just listening to my body here, Mm -hmm. letting it guide me. But the most important thing is like I said before, very, very high quality foods mm-hmm. and no processing. And having like a balance to it because balance, yes. I think, and obviously everybody's interpretation of balance is very different, but I think whenever you overconsume in anything, whether that's one particular diet or food group, or even if you are, we were talking about this earlier, but Maybe you are socializing a ton and, you know, you also have your career, you also have your family, you also have your health. If you are prioritizing one thing over the other, that isn't beneficial to you or your life. So it's about finding this healthy, just integrative balance and ideology of how to run your own life. And I love how you're so intuitive and intentional with everything that you do but I think we need to like come back on and have another conversation because you know obviously you have grown on social media so 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 much in the past year you've also been in the world for a very long time so I feel like we could literally just go down a spiral of like health and nutrition and all the things I wish everyone could sit in on our conversations because we we go so in depth Oh my gosh. Just like on the couch. It's crazy. Well, that's what we're doing right now. I know. Well, we're just introducing you today. This was just the beginning. (laughs) But I would love for you to... I have two things for you. Okay. So I would love for you to give like some words of wisdom or like maybe a phrase or a piece of advice or some sort of like knowledge that you've researched that you would love to share with the community because I think that you are just a well of knowledge and I know that you can't really just give like one thing but like what's like one like north star that you would like to leave people with let your joy guide you is my number one saying for myself for anybody that I work with anybody that I talk to let life be an experiment that's the other one but like they go together because your intuition is it's hard because I think a lot of us are very disconnected from our intuition and from what our body's telling us and so we don't really know when our intuition is talking and so it's really important to just take some time to get to know yourself experiment try things let your joy guide you because it's guiding you in the right direction and anything is possible for you in your life. Like if you've seen somebody else or if you've heard of somebody else receive something in their life, like they have a certain job, they're living in a certain place, they have a certain lifestyle, then it's possible for you. Oh, yeah. There's no reason why it's not, but we limit ourselves. And when we open our mind to all of those possibilities, we start to like look around at the people who are flowing into our life and I don't know like all of the opportunities that come our way we start to actually notice and if we just take the action to receive them and move in that direction and move in the direction of what excites us and makes us joyful and all of that then things will shift very quickly I love that yeah it's so true we all have so many limiting beliefs but the moment we kind of just cast those away and Really just YOLO. Focus on the life you want to live and actually do things. Be spontaneous. Yeah. I think that's that's one of my biggest things. Be spontaneous. If something sounds fun, 
then don't think too hard about it. (laughs) Don't logic your way out of doing something. Just go do it. Like tomorrow. Yeah. (laughs) So what's one thing that you're really excited about? One thing that I'm really excited about. I feel like I have a lot of things in the works. Um, I don't know. I'm just kind of excited about every day. About life. Yeah. (laughs) That's amazing. So last question. Yes. Well, really two. If you were to drink Mm -hmm. a martini. Okay. In a bikini, where would you be? And what would you be drinking in your martini glass? See, this is what I mean. Like, I'm not going to think too hard about this. It's just in this moment. I would be, I don't know, I'm loving New York. Yeah. I'd be here right now. Yes. Um, and what was the second part? So if you were to be drinking anything in your martini glass yes. in a bikini, where would you be? What, what would you be drinking? I would be, I love water. <laughs> <laughs> water with lemon, apple cider vinegar. Maybe an herbal tea. <gasps> yeah. But like loose leaf. Oh, oh that's, a, that's a little piece of wisdom I'm going to throw in there. If you're drinking herbal tea, herbal tea is amazing. Drink it loose leaf because the little herbal tea bags have microplastics in them. And when they get heated up, yeah. That's really good herbal advice. Tea. Also, you guys need to go look on Rachel's TikTok immediately because she has a herb, uh, herbalist, herbivore, herbalist. She has an herbalist in Queens that is absolutely the cutest thing ever. Amazing. And she basically just follows him around and he just gives her her herbal tea. Herbal tea or herbs in general as medicine have completely changed my life and changed the way that I feel. So I am a huge proponent. So yeah, you can go check that out because I have more information on there. Absolutely. Well, speaking of your TikTok and all the other amazing things that you're doing, I would love for you to share with everybody on my little teenies where they can find you, where they can be friends, any exciting things coming up that you'd like to share that they can be a part of. This is your time to shine. Well, um, my TikTok is my name. So it's at Rachel K. Yaffe. That's where I post most of my stuff, but I'm going to start doing Instagram a little bit more. Maybe my Instagram is the same username. And um, I have a lot of things coming out. I know a lot of people ask me about where to start on their wellness journey. So I have a healing guide coming out. I work one-on-one with clients. I have a ton of ideas. Yeah. I don't a really lot of know. things are in the works. We'll see where my, my joy leads me. Yeah. We'll see where the joy goes. We'll follow you. Yeah. And I feel like definitely stay in touch with Rachel, guys. Follow her on like everything because she always has so many fun things happening and in the works. And she follows through with them. So if you want to be the first to know, definitely go check out her stuff. And I'm just so grateful to have one of my besties on the podcast finally this has been amazing and Thanks for having me definitely want to have you back on while you're in new york so if you guys have any requests for rachel or anything that you'd like to hear on her end maybe something that we touched on in this episode this is just kind of like a little intro i feel like about a particular topic let us know send us a dm and we'll definitely make that happen but cheers cheers see y'all next week bye Hey you, are you somebody that really likes supporting independent brands, sustainability, and just being an overall trendsetter? I mean, who doesn't, right? That is why I am obsessed with the Choose app. I swear everything that I bought recently has been through this app. It's nuts, I'm addicted. Send help. (laughs) But you're gonna love it because Choose carefully curates the most unique, conscious, and -and up-and-coming brands. They're all available for sale on the app. So it's basically meant to spend more time finding and less time endlessly scrolling because let's be honest, we all need to get the fuck off of our phones and actually do shut. So Choose is your daily drop of cool. They have brands that go live every single day with discounts and sales and it's cool beauty, fashion, home decor. They even have like kitchenware brands. It's amazing. And you can actually use code Veronica Julia for $20 off your first purchase, which literally that's a lot of money. That could be like one free item. So you can go to the show notes you can tap on the unique link to download the app and after you download the app you can use code veronica drulia that's v-e-r-o-n-i-c-a-d-r-o-u-l-i-a veronica drulia for 20 dollars off your first purchase on the choose app so head to the show notes tap on the link download the app make your selections and use code veronica drulia v-e-r-o-n-i-c-a-d-r-o-u-l-i-a veronica drulia for 20 dollars off your first purchase on the choose app